Thank you very much, Sam. Looking fabulous. The sun has just gone down behind this tree, giving me a bit of well-needed shade. I wish I brought more sun cream. Uh, we've got a bit more turnover on this side of the bank, so I'll just run you through our team for this race. This is the M2 division race, third to last race of the day, so getting very good quality rowing now. At the top, as with the last race, we've got Alex. Um, then down in grassy corner, Pippa will be commentating. I, myself, am at Ditton corner, and we've got Lorenzo down on the long reach to catch the late-minute action. I'll just give you a quick rundown of the list, and then we'll throw it to Alex to get the start. Uh, so, rowing at the top of this division, we've got the Girton M1 squad, who rode over yesterday. Behind them, Wilson M1 will be looking hungry after a solid bump yesterday on Cats, who start in third. Homerton M1 in fourth. Behind them, St. Edmunds M1 after bumping Fitzwilliam M1 will be looking strong. Another one to watch, Tit Hall M1 bumps Hughes Hall M1, seventh and eighth respectively. We've got Corpus Christi M1 in ninth, Keys M2 in tenth, Downing M2 in eleventh. Behind them, Sydney Sussex M1 bumped Jesus M2 yesterday. And behind them, another bump yesterday was Pembroke M2 on the first and third M2. Behind them, Darwin M1, Claire M2, and our sandwich boat, who rode just about an hour and a half ago, was the Queen's M2 boat. Water looking very still. We're looking good for a very exciting race now. And I'm just going to throw it up to Alex. Uh, have we had a one-minute cannon yet, Alex? No, we haven't. It's the calm before the storm. All crews are in their boats, looking around. Now we have had the one-minute cannon. Skirton are in front of me, uh, getting ready, looking great in matching kit. Seeing pieces this year. Skirton are well known for the colourful and different one pieces, but sadly this year they've not chosen to produce a new one. Uh, however, further down in the division, there are definitely some colourful pieces. We've seen St. Edmunds M1 are wearing a very strange rugby top, uh, a bit pink and a bit blue. Doesn't really look like a piece of rowing kit, uh, but I'm sure there's a reason for that. Uh, it's about 30 seconds away, 20 seconds away from the start now, and the boats are starting to be pushed out coxes unfurling the bungs it's still incredibly quiet here and i can hear the birds chatting that's you could hear a pin drop um boats oars are going in getting ready this is the and the cannon has gone girton going ahead actually a pretty good start from Girton all the catches are going oh wow very speedy but coming up behind them is Wilson who are exerting an awful amount of power really strong but they're not yet catching Girton and behind Wilson St. Katz looking to get back at Wilson for what happened last uh, yesterday Lades are going in a lot of power and chunk I can see they're really trying behind them however are Homerton, who are really going for this bump, but we're still about a length away. Uh, but St. Ed's really coming up, but quarter of a length away. Will they get it? First foot corner will tell. Fitz, very far away from St. Ed's. St. Ed's coming up on Homerton. And I, I'm just going to miss this bump, I think, because it's far out of my eyesight. No, not yet. Nothing much going on in the rest of the division yet. Maybe I wouldn't say that's a continuous whistle. I think that's a bit optimistic. Uh, from um, Hughes Hall, who are about a length down. Uh, we've got behind them Corpus in beautiful one pieces with what looks like a swan on, but I'm afraid I'm commenting on the kick because there's no one really in front or behind them. Keys are quite far away behind them. To Pippa. 
Um, so I've got Girton M1 coming through now, looking fairly strong ahead of Walton M Wood. Um, they look to be holding out, but behind them I can see uh, that there's some, there's quite a lot of heavy traffic. Uh, St Cats looking like they may be uh, caught potentially by Homerton M1. They're definitely coming up quite strongly on them. Uh, probably about a quarter of a boat's length between them. Um, and behind them, St. Edmund also pushing really hard to get that boat. Alex, Alex, Alex. So Alex, I am watching Darwin creeping up on fat. They're really getting that. They are about two metres away. Two metres away to R. Oh. Definitely three whistles at this point, and Darwin are really going for it. You can see the crew giving it everything they've got. They've got up to about 40 uh, strokes a minute. Really going to get that, going to like get that. Oh, definitely get that bump. Come on, Cox. Concede. To Pippa. To Pippa. Uh, so, Homerton M1 really catching as they go round Grassy. They're catching some cats M1. So, where there's all that traffic round Grassy, there's really. A massive, massive uh, overcross. I don't know if as they get to Josh, uh, there might be some action. They're just getting out of my line of vision, but I can see boats all packed up round Grassy uh, as they go round towards the plough. And I've got the rest of the boats coming through. Uh, Corpus Christi coming past me now. Um, but yeah, it looks like there's going to be quite a lot of action up towards the end of the Yep, to Josh. I've just got eyes on Gerson and one coming round. And they've opened up a bit of a gap. They don't look like they're under immediate pressure from a very impressive Wilson M1 crew. Both crews taking really nice lines around there and maintaining that gap of about a bow, a bow and a half. So no immediate pressure on Gerson M1 from Wilson. Behind them, the St. Hats team, however, find themselves in a much stickier situation. Coming around this corner, less than half a boat now. The Homerton crew really pulling in on Cats. Cats under a lot of pressure here. And the St. Eddie's crew, who looked very strong at the start, have lost a bit of their lead on Homerton. So if there's going to be a, lead, a bump involving Homerton, it looks like it's going to be one in their favour on the same cat's boat. Down to just a quarter of a boat length now as they head round onto this next straight, onto the Plough Reach. With Eddie's quite isolated now. Behind Eddie's, I've got Fitzwilliam under a lot of pressure here from Pit Hall. A lot of pressure. And there he is. There is a bump confirmed. Trinity Hall have done a fantastic row there to get their second bump of the campaign. And that's a bump confirmed on Pit Hall. Lovely, lovely quick row from them to catch Fitz right on Ditton. Really good from them. Really quick. And they're off and away. Ahead of them, still no bump confirmed. We'll have to catch up with Lorenzo as these boats at the top of the division Pepper. head on to that final straight. Pippa, how are you doing? Um, so I've had all the anything on the long reach just yet uh, not just yet i can see both in the distance but i can't quite make them out uh, any, anything going past you josh no they're both coming through now we just had the later boats i've got keys in front of me now who started this division 10 they are looking to catch corpus christi but they've got about two boat lengths not much action going on there behind them though a boat that's going to find itself in quite a bit of trouble if they don't pick up the pace is downing Downing with just about one boat length, and so not immediate threat from the Sydney Sussex boat behind them, but that's going to be worrying. Lorenzo? 
So we're about 20 metres away from the railway bridge now, and Wolfson looks to be closing in on Gerson. They're about, there's about two metres, they're about two metres away. It looks like they may just make this run. It's very, very, very tight. Gerton are pushing, trying to push them away. Wolfson doing well to, to maintain the distance. It's only about two metres. The whistles aren't quite continuous. They're on two whistles, but they look like they're trying to make an attack now. They're going wide. The cops is bringing them wide, looking to move in. But Gerson doing well, maintaining composure, keeping strong. But Wolfson look like to be racing higher now. This is their attack. We've gone under the railway bridge. There isn't much water left for either of these groups. Maintain it. They really need to move now. They need to move now. They have no pressure from St. Cats behind them. The St. Cats, in turn, are being chased very strongly by Hobbiton. Hobbiton closing the gap by about two metres now. About two metres. Back up at the top. Wolfson look like they're almost there. They've got overlap. They just need to move in. The Cox is doing very well to keep a straight line. All they need to do is move in. The Gerson Cox is looking around. They're looking nervous. It looks as if it's going to be a bump. Looks as if it's going to be a bump. No concession yet, though. No concession from Gerson. But it's very close. Further down. They guys are really trying to push Hobbiton away. But they're struggling. It looks like they're tiring. Hobbiton are moving in. There's about a meter between them. And up in the top, there's a bump, I think. I think Wolfson have bumped Gerton. Yeah, they've stopped rowing. That's a bump for Wolfson then. A bump for Wolfson, but they're still rowing down here. Hobbiton, still about a metre, metre and a half away. They may just run out of river here. St. Cass doing very well. Very strong defence for St. Cass. Since the railway bridge, they've rowed well and they're starting to push away now. The, the, the gap is lengthening. They have about two and a half metres now. Looks as if St. Cats are going to be safe, but you never know. This one's going the distance. It's going all the way. Very strong race for both of these crews. But I have to say, looks as if St. Cats are going to hold it. Looks as if St. Cats are going to hold it. Cheers, Lorenzo. So I'm just going to go through what we've got. So that's a bump right at the end there, just by Lorenzo Wolfson on Gerson M1. With St. Cats and Hamilton looking quite com- like one to watch all the way to the end, but we're thinking that's possibly going to be um, a row of for those two crews. Behind them, St. Edmund's isolated, probably no, uh, probably a row for them. We had that early bump from Pit Hall on Pit. And then there's quite a few boats in the middle which we haven't seen go past. Corpus Christi on Hughes and Downing Keys. <laughs> haven't seen any action from them. Uh, we had a bump confirmed, Pembroke M2 on Jesus. And that early bump from Darwin M1 on first and third. And I've seen Claire come past me, very isolated, with Queen's M2 quite far behind there. So it looks like we're going to have a couple of rovers at the bottom of the division. Terrific. A little bit more action to fill in. Lorenzo, what have you got? Looks as if Hughes Hall are really catching up on St. Edmunds, if that's right. Looks as if Hughes Hall maybe tried to make an overbump here. It's, they've just gone around the corner. They're probably running out of river. Hughes Hall are doing very well to catch St. Edmunds. I think they're, they're almost at canvas, almost overlapping. But they, they've, they've just gone out of my sight now. Back to you, Josh. Sorry. Thanks, Lorenzo. So that's Hughes Hall coming for the overbump on St. Edmunds, if they can get there in time, which would make me think. That might make sense. I haven't seen any action. Have you got sight on Keys, Corpus Christi, Sydney, Sussex, or Downing? It leads me to think there might have been both on them earlier on. All, so I can see Keys just rowing, rowing by, rowing by slowly. I think, I don't think that they've bumped or be bumped. Um, I'm now by a stationary downing crew. So that's perhaps because they 
think their race is over. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Perhaps there was a bump there, but I, di- I didn't see it. I'll, ha- I'll have to check on that and get back to you. Yeah, that makes me think that maybe we've had key. So that was Downing, you said going quite slowly. Um, that was Downing. Which may- yeah, which means maybe they've got keys, because if you've seen Corpus but no other followers, keys should be okay. there, shouldn't they? Yeah, so I've just spoken to the Downing coach, and they did get bumped. They got bumped by keys. So that's a bump for keys and a, a bump down for, for Downing. I think that would be Downing bumping keys, and Downing were behind keys. To begin with. Of course, yeah. That makes Sorry, sense. Downing. That makes sense. And then we might have an overbump, well, an overbump in this division for Hughes Hall and Edmonds, which would be really impressive, because Edmonds are a good crew. Further back, Sydney Sussex rowing home alone probably with Clare and Queens looking quite isolated at the back of the pack. So just to go over that one more time from the top, we had that Wilson on Girton bump right at the end. St. Cats and Homerton looks very intense, but we think we're going to call rovers for them, but that's provisional. Maybe a late, late bump for those two. Then Edmonds started really strongly, but it looks like they may, in the end, they may be overbumped by Hughes Hall, but they may get away with a rover on that one. Behind them, you've got Pitt Hall catching Spitz really quickly. Hughes Hall, as I said, not sure about those ones with St. Edmunds just yet. With Corpus Christi likely to row home solo. Behind them, a bump to Downing on Keys. Sydney Sussex again rowing home quite lonesomely. Behind them, a nice bump from Pembroke on Jesus quite early on in the race. Another early bump was Darwin on first and thirds. And we had Claire M2 coming by quite solitary with Queen's M2 really uh, bringing up the rear quite slowly. Uh, back to you in the studio, if that's working, Dad. Thank you very much, Josh. So we are calling five bumps at the moment in that division and a change at the top. Congratulations. Uh, right at the top, we have got Wolfson M1, who will be going up until the division above. Confirmed results coming shortly. Stick with Cam FM and we'll get those to you soon.